Hey, you're listening to Clumsy Theosis, a Catholic podcast that explores topics within the Catholic faith to help us deepen our spiritual lives, own our relationship with the Lord, and strengthen His church. Hello and welcome to the Clumsy Theosis podcast. My name is Rochelle Lucero and I'm your host. I'm so happy that you're here today, but I don't think I'm the only one. I think the patrons of Clumsy Theosis are stoked that you're here also. It's the patrons that keep this show going, growing, and thriving. And since last week, Aaron, Jeffrey, Gina, Jason, and Joanne have all become patrons of Clumsy Theosis. Please join me in thanking them for being the newest patrons. If Clumsy Theosis has made a positive impact on your faith, please consider financially supporting the work the Holy Spirit is doing over here through me at Clumsy Theosis. You can do this by becoming a patron. And when you become a patron, you're not only helping Clumsy Theosis grow and thrive, you also get some exclusive cool stuff in return. So go ahead and check it out. Visit clumsytheosis.net and then click the word donate in the menu. Or you can just mosey on down to the show notes because I've included a link for you down there. Along with that link, there are a bunch of other links related to today's topic, which is the litany of humility. During last week's episode on the rule of prayer, I suggested that you guys include the litany of humility during the intentions portion of the rule of prayer. And while I was surprised to hear from you that a number of you were not familiar with this litany, and I was like, no way, this is such a fantastic litany for so many reasons, everyone needs to know about it, so that's why it's today's topic. Also, I had other inspiration for discussing the Litany of Humility. Uh, Last week, there was a great big mishap over here at Clumsy Theosis with the last episode, and it gave me renewed perspective on humility and gratitude for this litany and the fruit it has produced in my life. And I'm pretty sure that has piqued your interest, so stick around. At the end of this episode, I'll let you guys know what happened last week. St. Padre Pio said, humility, humility, and always humility. Satan fears and trembles before humble souls. That is an awesome quote, and it has to make you wonder, what is it about humility that can have that kind of effect? And it simultaneously makes you say, yeah, give me some of that. I want some more of that over here. I mean, for me personally, that's what I'm saying. And I already know that that fool does not like me or what I'm working on over here. So I might as well just add a little bit more humility for good measure. Humility is considered a moral virtue. Therefore, it's pretty easy to find a theological definition of it. St. Bernard defines it as a virtue by which a man, knowing himself as he truly is, abases himself. St. Thomas Aquinas says in the Summa Contra Gentilis, The virtue of humility consists in keeping oneself within one's own bounds not reaching out to things above one, but submitting to one's superior. Now, no offense, but the problem with these definitions is that they just sound lackluster and, dare I say, legalistic and just dry. But that's completely opposite of the truth. Simply put, humility is having the disposition to accept your utter dependence upon God. And how do we do this? 
Well, we look at ourselves realistically, and when we do that, we see our defects and our weaknesses and the countless other errors that we happen to make all the time. And then a sense should come over us that, hey, you know, there's something lacking in me, and I'm actually not perfect. And because we're not perfect, we have to rely on the one who is perfect, and that's God. Humility is the virtue that counters and helps us to overcome the vice of pride. And the vice of pride is the root of all of the vices of all of our sins. Therefore, humility is the antidote or like the spiritual vaccine against all of our sins. And I think that that sounds pretty cool. Humility is also the foundation to prayer and your prayer life, which is what you need in order to commune with God, right? So that's pretty important. And, you know, whenever we hear about saints, what is the most common thing that is said about their character? Normally, people are praising them for their humility. And so with all of that, you would think, hmm, humility might be a prerequisite to holiness or something. And if you thought that, you would be right. In the Beatitudes, which we just covered over Lent, blessed are the poor in spirit is the first of the Beatitudes. And as we know, if we listened to that series, The Beatitudes are the instructions that Jesus gave us to live in the kingdom of heaven. And the kingdom of heaven is something that we are living in today, not just a place that we live after we die. And since the Beatitudes build one on the other, the first Beatitude, it's foundational and therefore it's of the utmost importance. And being poor in spirit is being humble. So it's kind of a prerequisite to everything else. If you want more on the Beatitudes and humility and all of that, how it all relates, I have put a link down in the show notes for you to go back and listen to that series. I think you'll like it. I really enjoy doing it. But back to humility. Before we move on, I do also want to take a moment to bust probably the most common myth about humility. Humility does not mean that we should think poorly of ourselves. Yes, we are aware of our flaws and our faults, but Just stay with me for a second here. When you're humble, you're aware that you're pretty awesome at some things, but you recognize that all of your talents and all of your abilities, all of the things that you're able to be great at, you recognize that all of those things are actually gifts from God and have nothing to do with you. They are just gifts from a God who loves you. And that love of God is where we get our self-esteem from, or should I say, our God esteem, right? We should always get and draw our self-esteem from God. And when we are humble, we possess actual true self-esteem, not pride, not vainglory or anything like that. It's actual true self-esteem. And this is what Mother Teresa is talking about when she says that if you are humble, nothing will touch you, neither praise nor disgrace, because you know what you are. And for all of these reasons, and many more, are why it is so important to grow in this virtue of humility and how crazy good the litany of humility can be for us to do that for our lives in general, temporal, and eternal. You know, our lives here on earth and our lives ever after with God in heaven. And really quickly, I want to do a little bit of a check-in with you guys and make sure that you are enjoying this episode. I am really enjoying talking about this topic. I think it's um, highly underrated, or maybe people are afraid of humility because they fall into that category of believing those myths. 
However it is, if you're liking this episode, I bet that you guys all know someone who would like it as well. So if I could ask you to take a moment and pull out your phone or pull up your email and send this episode on to that friend that comes to mind, please do that. All right, and just so we are all on the same page, some people don't know what a litany is, and that's cool. It's super simple. A litany is a series of petitions that are followed by a repetitive response, usually. Usually the response is repeated over and over. And there are litanies on so many topics within our faith. The Sacred Heart of Jesus, the Precious Blood of Jesus, there's a number of them to Mary, um, Joseph, and other saints and even just the litany of the saints in general. And if you are not familiar with any litanies, I'm sure you have prayed the litany of the saints without even realizing it. Someone says the name of a saint and then everyone follows it with pray for us. And you do that like for a couple of saints in succession. So like St. Joan of Arc, pray for us. St. Junipero Serra, pray for us. St. Catherine of Siena, pray for us. And on and on. That is a litany. Now, when it comes to the litany of humility, the specifics of the litany are as follows. The first set of petitions of the litany of humility request our deliverance from desiring validation from man instead of from God. So every petition is followed by the prayer, deliver me, Jesus. And so it goes like this. O Jesus, meek and humble of heart, hear me. From the desire of being esteemed, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being loved, deliver me, Jesus. From the desire of being extolled, deliver me, Jesus. And that's going to continue on through all of these petitions, which are from the desire of being honored, from the desire of being praised, from the desire of being preferred to others, from the desire of being consulted, from the desire of being approved. After each one of those, you're going to pray, deliver me, Jesus. And you'll continue that prayer for this second portion of the litany. So the second set of petitions, it's actually now going to address our fears that are related to pride in one way or another. So from the fear of being humiliated, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being despised, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of suffering rebukes, deliver me, Jesus. From the fear of being forgotten, from the fear of being ridiculed, from the fear of being wronged, from the fear of being suspected, deliver me, Jesus, right? After all of these, you would pray, deliver me, Jesus. And then the last set of petitions, that focuses on the the cultivation. (laughs) That focuses on the cultivation of good desires that are true to humility. So it would go like this, that others may be loved more than I, Jesus grant me the grace to desire it. That's the prayer. Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it. So that others may be esteemed more than I, Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it. That in the opinion of the world, others may increase and I may decrease. Jesus, grant me the grace to desire desire it. And that's going to continue through the rest of the petitions that are that others may be chosen and I set aside, that others may be praised and I unnoticed that others may be preferred to me in everything, that others may become holier than I, provided that I become as holy as I should. Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it. Right, so you're going to add that that prayer, that petition, Jesus, grant me the grace to desire it, after all of those specific petitions that are focusing on cultivating those good desires within us that are related to humility. And I think that is so beautiful. And because of the repetitive nature of a litany, you're kind of lulled into a state of meditation. 
And you can find this litany, the litany of humility, just by doing a quick um, internet search. You know, you just search litany of humility and one will come up. They are all super um, similar to each other. So there's not like technically a right one or a wrong one. Or you can just go down and click the link in the show notes that I've provided for you. And also, I want to remind you that if you know anyone who would like this litany, who would like to understand what it means, how to do it, or just more about humility, take a second and pull out your phone or pull up your email and send this episode to that friend. Now, when it comes to praying the litany of humility, I have heard of some really creative ways that people pray this litany. Um, You can do it regularly, like all the way through, and you can add it in your rule of prayer, like I suggested in last week's episode. Or I've heard of people splitting it up throughout the day. So doing different portions at different times of day, and they split them up all different ways. But you can, you know, kind of split them up the way I split them up today when I was explaining them and put them with different meals like breakfast, lunch, and dinner or any any way that fits with your lifestyle. Other people I've heard of, they pray one petition a day. So it's almost like a month's worth of petitions because I think there's maybe like, there's 20 something petitions in the Litany of Humility. And so they focused on one per day and focusing in on it and zoning in on it and making it part of their uh, daily meditation. Now, the Litany of Humility has definitely bore fruit in my life, and I have mentioned that already, and the most recent big reminder, like I said at the top of this episode, was that incident that happened last week when I was trying to get this episode out to you guys, or that episode out to you guys. So here's what happened. Last week, I had recorded that episode four times. I had to do it four times for various different reasons. Something kept going wrong in all kinds of different ways. And so by the time I finished the final version, it was my fourth cut and my throat was hoarse and I kept coughing and I was having to take breaks in between sections to clear my throat and to drink water. And then after I finished recording, I still had the most random bizarre issues when it came to editing, when it came to editing and publishing, that by the time I finally finished it and it was ready to go up, you know what I did? I accidentally published the raw, unedited version of that episode. Can you believe that? After everything, I mean, I guess it makes perfect sense. After everything that had gone wrong with that episode, of course, I send out the wrong one. And normally after I publish an episode, I'll listen to it and make sure that it went upright and everything was fine. But I didn't do it this time because I was just done. I was done with it. And so it was up for an hour before a friend of mine contacted me and and told me that that's what I had done. And I was like, oh my gosh. And that episode that went out, it had me coughing and clearing my throat and there was no intro music, no outro music, nothing. So it was just so ugly. And oh my gosh, needless to say, I was mortified. But thanks to the Holy Spirit's quick action, I was saved from being swallowed up by my own pride. Because It wasn't very long before I was reminded of the conviction that I run clumsy theosis for the Lord. I do it to please him. I do it to be in his will, to glorify him, even in the messy, clumsy, oh crap moments, right? You know, just realizing it's not about me. It's not about what other people think. It's about the Lord and me doing his will. And oops, I made a huge mistake, but you know what? I'm just going to fix it and just keep going and not let that define me or my worth. And I'm not saying that to say that, oh, I've got this humility thing down. No, 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 not at all. But because of this litany of humility, you know, and other practices in the spiritual life and God's grace, of course, 
Because of that, I was able to make progress, which is what this life of theosis is all about. So, however you guys decide to do it, I strongly encourage that you do it. Even if it's just for a week to try it out, please try to do the Litany of Humility. And I would really genuinely love to know what happens. You can message me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Clumsy Theosis. You can reach out to me there and let me know how you decided to do your litany. Let me know if you have any thoughts or questions or even if you struggled and how you struggled. I'm here for you. I would love to know and talk with you about it. All right, so also, if you would like more in-depth conversations about these topics that we're covering, become a patron because no matter how much you give, you will get access to our patrons-only exclusive Facebook group where we have intentional discussions about the episodes and all things related to theosis. And there's a link down in the show notes for you to check it all out. Check out Patreon, become a patron, and you can join up. All right, everyone, until next week, be safe, especially, especially if your government is reopening wherever you're at. They're doing that here. By the time you guys hear this, we will be reopening parts of our city. Um, But still, doesn't mean we're out of the woods. We still need to be prudent. So be prudent, everyone. Be safe. You're in my prayers. Peace out. Thank you for tuning in to Clumsy Theosis. I'm so happy that you've been able to hang out. If you want to learn more about Clumsy Theosis, you are more than welcome to visit my website, clumsytheosis.net. From clumsytheosis.net, you will also be able to contact me if you're interested in booking me as a speaker or if you're just feeling generous and you'd like to make a donation. Remember that together we can transform the world by letting the Lord transform us.